Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm DM Neil, aka Joke Maniac. And I'm DM Celeste. Yay! <laughs> We're back. And, and many things have happened since last time. I don't know what they are, but I'm sure they have. Many. Yes. <laughs> a multitude. And we're going to tie back to episode number 158, Legendary Weapons, which featured Peter Wellemerink. I did that in one take, and you have to believe me. Yep. <laughs> and Rorik helped create DMnastics number 131, Are You Smarter Than a Quarterstaff? Which I think is a play on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why would it be named that let's find out hey. uh, <laughs> uh isn't that the tagline for that show i have no idea okay yeah uh so basically in this exercise uh we were fleshing out a special tool in our gm toolbox uh the intelligent item so we put some questions together here about uh guiding you to create your own intelligent magical artifact so the questions were one what kind of item is it Two, what powers does it possess? Three, what is known about it from legend and lore? Four, what is the intelligence's alignment and intelligence level? Five, what goals, if any, does the item have? Six, how much control does the intelligence have of the item's powers? Seven, what quirks does the intelligence have? Eight, and of course, anything else you want to add, our our famous question. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, which one did you choose? All right, so my choice here. All right, so this one was from DM Just Jeff. Uh, and so this item is called the Hilt of Oblex. Uh, so this item is, is really cool. The, the photo that Jeff used posted here, it's sort of just like a hilt with this glass vial at the bottom that's filled with this black kind of liquid. And essentially what this does, it has the ability to create a clone of any other weapon that the user can think of. So what I really liked about this is just this idea that it's this intelligent hilt, right, that designs itself into any versatile weapon necessary. So the intelligence of the item, it crafts itself and adapts uh, to whatever situation the the user wants to make it. And so um, this item's truest goal is to find a master. Uh, so essentially, it's just this really powerful item that wants to be put in in the hands of a warrior and is still searching uh, for its perfect master, which I, I was really into. Yes. Mm-hmm. It can, yeah, it can speak telepathically, and then it just reforms its own body. So it's just a really cool uh, and also lawful evil. So... Uh, yeah, so maybe it's looking for its uh, its one true evil master to do bad things with. <laughs> yes, I love it. Well, the other thing is, um, it also makes me think of Ublex or Ublek, the stuff you make where essentially if you hold it, it kind of like flows like a liquid, but then mm-hmm. if you hit it, it, it forms up and becomes a solid. So I right. think that you're know, kind of playing into that idea as well. And having every weapon at your disposal can't be a bad thing. Nope. <laughs> Unless you're lawful evil, which this sword is. Oh. The other thing that I like is that they made it pretty intelligent. So, you know, in the idea that it would be willing to go along for the ride, even mm-hmm. if it was a good person or not lawful evil person, to eventually find that person that kills them. And they'd be like, hey, take me instead. It'll hey, be fine. I'm your prize. Yes. <laughs> take me home. <laughs> Oh, man, I can imagine that if it's like a good v. evil warrior battle and then the sword's like, oh, no, I made myself a pillow. 
<laughs> Sorry. Yep, just goes back into the potion bottle. I'm good. So, for mine, I have chosen the greatest combination of avatar and screen name. <laughs> yes. And their avatar is an amazing picture of Nightwing as someone who is a DC fan with a DC podcast. I would have also thought that there was like a coinciding name, but no. They are DM Speedo Bandit. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and I hope that's what they're referred to as in real life. Right, I don't know when- <laughs> why, and I don't want to know the story. I just want to hold it in my heart that they are. When do we get the homebrewed uh, Speedo Bandit class? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Dear DM Speedo Bandit, if you can hear my voice, please create a DM Speedo Bandit subclass. Please and thank you. Love yeah. your DMs. <laughs> Clearly a rogue subclass. Yes. <laughs> Arcane Trickster or Speedo Bandit. Tough choices. Tough Ugh, choices. Hard, hard, hard to say. <laughs> but they made the intelligent item called the Opal Horseshoes, Ooh. which essentially dominate the mind of whatever horse it is put on. And it essentially kind of elevates that creature through the item's intelligence into a smarter creature and can begin to communicate and is stronger, is faster. And I also love that the owner of the horse, like they're the only one that the horse will talk to initially. So I assume (laughs) that they will just, everyone else in the party will think that they are insane. And that makes my heart full, just so full. (laughs) Because of magic horseshoes. Yes. Oh, I love also the in the the other things category that the horse who has wearing these slowly over the course of weeks changes its appearance to be a very large black horse with white socks around its hooves. And there is no explanation as to why, which is fantastic. I also like that it's like super low key and wants to raise its original master from the dead who died over 60 years ago. So cool. Oh, and the other thing is that you ain't. Oh, I can't remember the horse from Skyrim. Basically, it's that because it'll just show up and start kicking everyone. Yep. (laughs) Which I mean, you can never go wrong with a horse that's kicking. (laughs) I don't even know. Okay, a horse with socks. DM Speedo Bandit, you are my hero. Yes, thank you for this gift. But with that, it's time to lift the mental weights right now. Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me, lift these weights. So I have something from a game of of yore. Um, I did not make this, but I was the player that received these items mm-hmm. as the campaign went along. <laughs> and it was actually a full set of armor. Oh. But it was separated. Got it. So the in- each item was intelligent, and then it kind of formed together oh. as you found the pieces. So I think I started out with one gauntlet. And found a second gauntlet. You know, and other pieces of mechanical effects would kind of come into play. And you know, and it was the other thing that's a great idea is if you're combining things like I've kind of explained, mm-hmm. you can also let that be plot hooks and right. things like that. Because the next piece, I think it was either the breastplate or the helmet, was in like the far east. Mm. So if I wanted to go get it, that's where I would have to go. Yeah, you had to travel or, yeah, if you want to put the different pieces in different dungeons or put, you know, guards around each one of them, that's, yeah, definitely instant plots right there. Yeah. So wait, so what was the armor happy about being like a part? What, what, what was the story there? So it was, it was kind of like a cursory goal 
Mm-hmm. Like it definitely wanted to be back together, but it wasn't like this overarching thing. And that's, that's the other interesting thing about creating intelligent items is like, well, if they're thousands of years old, I mean, their goals may be completely different from, you know, you're living a hundred years max as a human. Right. And so the goals that they have versus the goals that you have and going and having that play back and forth. <laughs> so the powers that the gauntlets possessed were kind of, somewhat spell storing Mm -hmm. and i was kind of frontline fighter that had that so if someone were to cast something at me i could basically store that energy and when i had found the second one i could release that energy so then it was a lot of fun to turn a fireball back on someone oh yeah yeah it (laughs) It really mess up someone's day (laughs) amazing oh well and so like the legend and lore was basically you were only finding it out through the intelligence of the item I mean, there was there was no other method by which to figure it out, which, you know, which is great back and forth with you and the DM. You know, and, and, and as always, you don't want it to overshadow things. But basically, the only thing I could learn was by talking more to the gauntlets I had about finding more about them and the other pieces. So, yes. Amazing. What do you have? <laughs> uh, you know, you know what? I w- I'm trying to think of something because, you know, there's so many intelligent like swords or, you know, just just standard uh, kind of violent implements. But what if there was like an intelligent bag of holding or something like all it desires in this world is to, to eat or to possess specific things? <sighs> like, yes. so, yeah. So if there was like a bag of holding or, or even like. I don't know, it just has like a, a, a dragon's kind of intelligence or mind where it wants to hoard things and it just wants to put them in the bag. So its whole purpose is to get these specific items um, for itself. And it's kind of a jerk about it. Yeah, like it's you super want a jerk. Get, yeah. You want to get something back out, but it's basically kind of a fair trade system. Of, exactly. <laughs> I will give this to you if you return something in mm-hmm. kind. If you give me a gold bar, I may let you have that that honey that you put in here. Oh, that's so good. Oh, and it's so overpriced. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh no. <laughs> I will I will charge you ten gold for this single day's worth of rations. Yeah, and I think this bag would be just like absolutely true, like chaotic neutral, like totally on its own team. Um <laughs> <gasps> they, yes. I, I love chaotic neutral because then the pricing doesn't stay the same either no, you know, no it's just depending it's like, on its mood and like yep. its day if it's feeling petty or not oh it's oh, so yeah. good <laughs> but you would definitely want to make it very you would want this to be very beneficial so you, know, you would almost want to kind of have it be the biggest bag of holding at right. an earlier level because then the price you pay along the way kind of even evens it out Maybe it's like it's a bottomless bag. Oh, that's so, so good. it also so, but that means it will perpetually want things or be hungry for things. Like it can't yes. ever sate that. Um, but you can put anything in it, and yeah, it doesn't have a limit. That would be cool. I would love to see that in my game, and it'd be very frustrating. <laughs> I'm sure. I would also, because one of the drawbacks of the bag of holding, intentionally so, is that you basically cannot put living creatures right inside i think like a small pocket that exists inside of it that mm-hmm. that would not be true yep i think would be another very interesting thing you're a little prison cell yeah <laughs> inside the bottomless bag yep oh, oh. i love it e- escort quest just way <laughs> yes. way easier yes you'll be safe in there my lord 
Wait, what were we doing? Oh, no. Oh, 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 God, not again. Uh, what do you want this time? A griffin oh. feather? What? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> okay. What other intelligent items could we think of? Hmm. Let's see. What would I want to see? Okay. So I did have an idea, and mm-hmm. it's mainly because I was rereading the books by R.A. Salvatore. <gasps> yes. Um, and I. Just Going through the whole thing again. Mm -hmm. So I was on the Claret Quintet. And basically they had used an ever-smoking bottle to kind of enhance an evil curse. And like that was the method by which they distributed it. And I thought it would be really interesting to have a bottle of some sort be an intelligent item. Mm. And so be it the ever-smoking bottle or just a bottle in general. What if you put in a healing potion? Yeah. And so now it's a healing potion plus something. And so I think the, I also love the idea of it just being lost to time and you just pick it up as a normal healing potion. Mm -hmm. And then having that kind of in your back pocket as the DM waiting, just waiting for that time that they actually use it. They drink that healing potion and then something, (laughs) something happens. Yeah. Well, I would say that the, whoever drinks from the bottle, can then communicate with the bottle. Mm, cool. And so then you have this telepathic link with this bottle, and then you start figuring things out. Because, again, you again you can go back to the idea that it's been around for a 1,000 years, 10,000 years. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And who knows what it knows? And now you have that connection. And the funny thing, the funny thing that I would want it to do is to wear off, and then like, you'd have to keep putting things in the bottle and to drinking drink back out of it. So you can yeah. talk to it. <laughs> Yep. I love that. Or, you know, or figuring out a way that you could, you know, change it to be that ever smoke, you know, ever smoking bottle. And then you could have people be telepathically connected because of the smoke. You could have more people talking at one time because mm-hmm. of the smoke. Um, but yeah, twisting the idea of a sentient bottle that you could use. Yeah, very cool. So, what are some of the other questions? Uh, what quirks does the intelligence have? How much control does the intelligence have of the item's powers? I would say full control of the powers, and Mm -hmm. I would want it to be pretty intelligent. But the other thing that I would want it to do is kind of initially, and I I don't know if I would change the personality over time, but have it be very forthcoming with speaking. Mm -hmm. Because it's been so long since it's talked to anyone, and it's such a limited time frame that it's just hardcore chatterbox as soon as it starts (laughs) and just like just this overwhelming amount of knowledge that is either irrelevant some of it's relevant just just hit him hit him with everything i love that that scene where that enters you know you're in the middle of this fight and you're getting totally beat up and you pull this this healing potion out of your bag take a swig and then all of a sudden this like thing just starts chattering away in your brain like in the middle of this fight that would be such a great scene to put together well and i mean i also love the idea and and i know this is a personal preference for some um do you have you know you go critical role do you whisper i know myself depending i'll go to a whole another room mm-hmm. going with a person but like ha- like okay you took that healing potion let's go to the other room and it's yes. just like all of the <laughs> other players including the player of course that yeah. drink it, it's just like I don't know what's happening like oh god I just thought this was normal treasure <laughs> oh this is the worst I'm dead I'm sure I'm dead oh no <laughs> oh 
That's awesome. <gasps> okay, I have an idea. Let's okay. work on this one together. Okay. What if we made the robe of eyes an intelligent item? Oh no, it would see so much. <laughs> if this robe could talk. Oh, it can. <laughs> oh, it can. Oh man, that was that was a really good secondary title for this this whole thing. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Smarter than a quarter staff if this robe could talk. Oh wait. Yep. <laughs> ah! Eyes everywhere. Yeah, okay. So the robe of eyes. Ooh, okay. So we know it's typical powers, but would it have anything additional? I I mean, I know that I and most DMs have a tendency to overcomplicate things when we create them. But I will do so now, regardless <laughs> of the fact that I know that that's probably not the a best. Tendency. But I would have the personality, the intelligence, based on which eyes were open. Mm. And so maybe roll at the start at the start of each day, basically see who wakes up, if you will, and then kind of have things adjust from there. I would only want to do, you know, let's say a D4. That way it's not too complicated. Right. But essentially, what does that give them? And then if you can start thinking about the power of eyesight, I mean, it could be, you know, in the eyes of a dwarf and now you have dark vision and you have the stone cunning and that kind of thing. I mean, it could also be that you have the literal eye of the beholder mm -hmm. and then maybe you have a ray. You can attack. shoot rays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely imagine this that I immediately thought of beholders with this, like just the amount of paranoia that I think this item would pick up, like constantly looking around itself and seeing everything. And maybe that like. That anxiety is passed on to the wearer as yeah. well from this item. Oh, that is another another tactic is to have the intelligence of the item begin to change the intelligence, not the intelligence. That is not what I meant. The personality of of the wearer, the player. Yeah, the player character. Yeah, so like a, give it give it a nice little cursed one of those cursed intelligent items we hear so much about. Yeah, awesome. Okay. I say we've done it. We've done it once again. But if you wanted to tell us about your intelligent item and how you put it in your game, you can always email us at dmnastics at gmail.com or you can head over to Twitter where you can follow us at dmnastics, all one word, all lowercase, where you can find my handle, Celeste's handle, and you can watch all of the daily dmnastics that we post. And of course, for everything else on the network, you can always head to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. Rather than let these mental gains go to waste, let's head over to Taking Your Supplements. Taking Your Supplements! All right, Neil. So today I have something really exciting that I want to talk to you about. Um, this is something that comes from uh, my friend Joe the DM, who some of you might know if you listen to the actual play podcast, You Meet in a Tavern. Uh, he is the dungeon master for that. And he has gone ahead and created something really, really cool. It's a Pokemon Rules 5th Edition supplement. Yes. So essentially what Joe does here, he he went in and he created rules for how to have your own Pokemon battles in 5th edition. He has like rules for character creation for different types of trainers, including, you know, like specializations if you want to be a bug type trainer, um, all of these really, really cool rules. Uh, and then he also, of course, went ahead and I believe he's done the stats for every Gen 1 and 2 Pokemon. And that, that is, is included. Correct. Yeah. So 
it's just this really incredible, super fun supplement. Um, I myself have been going back and listen or watching all the original Pokemon episodes again. So when I heard about this, I was just over the moon and it is so cool. Yeah. And if you follow either DM Mitch or myself on Twitter, you know that both of us are into Pokemon Go. I mean, him so much so that he at a catacomb he convinced me to get back in and i'm all the way back in but i've <laughs> yes. been rewatching the show as well and kind of basically tracking the generations as they come out on pokemon go but the like but this document is insane it's a 180 page document mm-hmm. and it has its own section on reddit so if you go to r slash pokemon 5e with the number 5e you will find everything you could have ever wanted and more yeah and it is completely free too you can head right over there now um joe's just put this together for anyone to enjoy so definitely hop in in there um there's lots of great discussions on the reddit page going on with it so yeah go and definitely check it out and uh give joe a shout out on twitter for his his cool work yeah if nothing else section 11 pokemon stat blocks is worth the download and the shout out because again, it is every Gen 1 and Gen 2, which would put us in the well over 200 monsters. Yeah, and he's done the moves, like broken them down, like spell description, like in the 5th edition player's handbook. It's it's just so, it's so cool that he made this. Yep. So we'll have a link to the Reddit section in the show notes. And yeah, like we said, go check it out. With that, though, we'll turn out the lights and head out of the gym. But before we go, I want to implore you, the listeners, to join the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises, as well as the other amazing conversations being had. To do that, head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics so your players don't ask, do you even lift? Can I trust you will add your own cardio? Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. What are you doing? Horizontal running. 